Folks, financial experts thought we were in the clear. They were anticipating around six rate cuts by the Fed this year, and then the inflation data came out higher than expected again, just like we've been predicting. Friends, this isn't going away anytime soon. It can't. The U.S. is $34 plus trillion in the hole, and yet we keep printing money, which pushes the prices you pay every day even higher, whether it's at the grocery cart or at the gas store. So, You can either bury your head in the sand or you can do something about it. Diversify a portion of your savings into gold with Birch Gold Group. Gold is your hedge against inflation and Birch Gold makes it easy to own. They will help you convert an existing IRA or 401k into a tax-sheltered IRA in gold and you don't pay a penny out of pocket. All you got to do to get started, text Just News to 989898 and get your free info kit on gold. Then talk to a precious metal specialist on how to protect your savings from persistent inflation. The way to do it with gold. All you got to do to get started on that journey with my good friends who I trust more than anyone at Birch Gold Group, text Just News to 989898 right now. Hello, America, and happy Tuesday. A great show for you today. Marjorie Taylor Greene, a congresswoman who doesn't hide what she thinks. She's out there out front, whether it's about Democrats, Joe Biden, Hunter Biden, Mayorkas, the Homeland Security Secretary, or her own party, including her new speaker, Mike Johnson. She is willing to lay it all out there. She has some frustrations and she has some words of warning about what sort of Congress member she's going to be in 2024 if Republicans don't start delivering on their promises. We're going to have that at the top of the show. It's going to be a very dramatic interview. I'm very excited about it. I think she's going to come with some news. I think she's got some plans up her sleeve that are going to be pretty important and impressive. If I'm Eric Swalwell, I might be watching over my shoulder. If I'm Mayorkas, I'd be watching over my shoulder. And if I'm a speaker, I'd be watching over my shoulder. I get a sense that Marjorie Taylor Greene is going to agitate until she thinks the time has come for delivering what has been promised the American people. So I think that that's very, very important and a big part of the dynamic to watch in the interview today. So I'm excited about that. In the second block of the show, we had a great chance last night to talk to Ben Berkwam, the Real America's Voice correspondent, the host of the great border show, Law and Border. He does more great border reporting than anyone I know. And he's going to talk a little bit about what's going on at AmFest. That's Charlie Kirk's big annual event down in Florida. 13,000 young conservatives. We're going to get an eyewitness report from Ben Berkwam at what's going there. And then he's going to react to a story that we have on Just the News this morning, which is the Arizona governor, Katie Hobbs, a Democrat, the woman who defeated Carrie Lake. She recently got a lot of headlines in the news media. Oh, she's standing up to Joe Biden on the border. She's sending her National Guard troops here. She's going to send a bill for a half billion dollars and say, Joe Biden, you owe this to the state of Arizona. Well, Before she did that and got all these glorious headlines from the traditional press, she took numerous actions to weaken border security in her state, to reward illegal immigrants and DACA children and others. We had a really big story on that. Ben also reacts to that. I think it's a really great story. It's another reality check because so often the mainstream media has the attention span of two minutes and they don't go back and tie together the idea that this is a reversal by Katie Hobbs on border issues and border security. And I think that's really, really important. And then in the final block of the show, Dr. Joel Wascog is going to join us. He is a surgeon and a major player in the founder of the group React 19, which is trying to help families who think that they were harmed by adverse events of the COVID-19 vaccine to 
get support in medical help and financial help and legal help if there is such a thing. Dr. Joe Walscock is going to talk about the reality of what's really happening on the ground to people who believe that they've been injured by the COVID-19 vaccines. There's a big debate about this. We've had many people on all sides of the issue. And again, I'm not anti-vaccination at all. I get my flu shots. I get all my childhood shots always, if I always had. But there are legitimate concerns about the speed at which COVID-19 vaccines were developed, how quickly they've been monitored for warning signals. And of course, there's been some mixed talk from the public health community about it. Dr. Joel Walscog is going to bring up the speed on what his group, React 19, is doing. It's really an important endeavor in America, and I hope you'll enjoy that interview, a little COVID-19, after we get down with the issues that Marjorie Taylor Greene and Ben Burkholm have to talk about. I think that's going to be great. Now, before we go to commercial break, it's just a few days before Christmas, but it's never too late to try to cash in on some of the great offers that our amazing partners have. Brickhouse Nutrition, one of them. As you know, I've been using the Field of Greens product all year. I'm healthier. I've lost a lot of weight. My blood sugars are down. My cholesterol is down. My energy's up. My sleeping is better. And I attribute a lot of it to the fact that I now get the recommended five servings of fruits and vegetable a day. No, not by preparing it. I don't have time for it, right? I get it through the great mix that the scientists and medical doctors who created Field of Greens produced in this little powder. It's a little scoop of powder. I put it in a shake and a drink on top of my food and voila, boom, I'm feeling better. And I know my heart's, my lung, my kidneys, my immune system are all better because I'm getting five full servings of fruits and vegetables a day. And I want you to have a chance to experience what I have. Again, it's your choice. You make up your mind with your doctor and your dietitian and others. But if you want to join me and say, hey, I'm going to start 2024 like John started 2023. I want to get a little healthier. Go do the Field of Greens supplements today. They're amazing. It's just a scoop of powder once a day. I'm going to get you 15% off your first order. That's what our great partnership with Field of Greens does. So you go to fieldofgreens.com, fieldofgreens.com, greens, plural, and use the promo code JUSTNEWS. You're going to get 15% off your first offer. If you want to give it as a gift to one of your loved ones and get them kicked on a good, better nutritional and health path, share the code with them or go buy it for them. Visit fieldofgreens.com, use the promo code JUSTNEWS. You're going to get 15% off. And I want to thank all my friends there for the great work that they're doing every day. Brickhouse Nutrition is a great group of people and Field of Greens is a great product. They have some other new products we're going to debut in 2024. I'm starting to test them now myself personally, so I'm excited to see what comes of that. But please remember the great folks at Brickhouse Nutrition. Say thank you for supporting John Solomon Reports and Just the News. Go to fieldofgreens.com. Use the promo code Just News. Get yourself and your loved ones a great Christmas gift called Field of Greens. All right, when we come back, Margie Taylor Green right after these messages. Folks, financial experts thought we were in the clear. They were anticipating around six rate cuts by the Fed this year, and then the inflation data came out higher than expected again, just like we've been predicting. Friends, this isn't going away anytime soon. It can't. The U.S. is $34 plus trillion in the hole, and yet we keep printing money, which pushes the prices you pay every day even higher, whether it's at the grocery cart or at the gas store. So 
you can either bury your head in the sand or you can do something about it. Diversify a portion of your savings into gold with Birch Gold Group. Gold is your hedge against inflation and Birch Gold makes it easy to own. They will help you convert an existing IRA or 401k into a tax-sheltered IRA in gold and you don't pay a penny out of pocket. All you got to do to get started, text Just News to 989898 and get your free info kit on gold. Then talk to a precious metal specialist on how to protect your savings from persistent inflation. The way to do it with gold. All you got to do to get started on that journey with my good friends who I trust more than anyone at Birch Gold Group, text Just News to 989898 right now. Folks, Factors delicious, ready to eat meals make eating better every day easy. Wherever tomorrow takes you, be ready with pre prepared, chef crafted, and dietitian approved meals delivered right to your door. You'll have over 35 different options a week to choose from, including keto, calorie smart, vegan, plus veggie, and so much more. And there's even more to enjoy with over 55 nutritional packed add ons that help make your weekly meal planning even more delicious and easy. What are you waiting for? Get started today and have a feel good week of meals ready to go. If you're like me and have a busy schedule that the last thing you want to worry about is what to eat or having to go to the grocery store, Factor makes it easy as they are flexible to your schedule. Get as much or as little as you need by choosing six to 18 meals per week. Plus, you can pause or reschedule your deliveries anytime. Plus, Factor meals are 100% ready to heat and eat, usually in just two minutes. So there's no prepping, cooking, or cleanup needed. Head to factormeals.com slash justnews50 and use the promo code justnews50 to get 50% off. That's the code justnews50 at factormeals.com. One more time, factormeals.com slash justnews50. Use the justnews50 code and you will get 50% off your first order. All right, folks, welcome back from the commercial break. Obviously, a little bit of action going on in the United States Capitol, not because lawmakers are there. They're on their way uh, to Christmas recess, as always the case. But protesters inside the Capitol again, once again, showing their hatred for Israel, their disregard for America. Someone who's been warning about these protests and highlighted the last one with great brilliance, Congresswoman Marjorie Taylor Greene from the great state of Georgia. She joins us right now. I bet she has a few things to say about what's going on in the Capitol today. Congresswoman, Merry Christmas. Good to have you on the show again. Well, thank you. Merry Christmas to you, John. And I do have a few things to say about what just happened in the Capitol today. I could not believe it. You know, um, I got a call from my staff. Uh, I'm here in Georgia and they called me up and they were like, you wouldn't believe this. Uh, There's a group that has taken over the rotunda in the Capitol and they started sending me videos and and pictures. Um, They said that the Capitol Police wasn't letting them in to the rotunda area they were they were blocking everyone out but here's this group completely controlling the rotunda uh and and doing exactly what january 6ers did um and they're protesting inside the capitol and i looked at the video a little closer and easily noticed a very familiar face uh linda sarser and she was leading this group and you know, for your listeners, people need to understand who this woman is. I've seen her multiple times uh, before before I became a member of Congress, when I went to the Brett Kavanaugh hearings and I was supporting Brett Kavanaugh, she was leading the, the nasty women um, outside that were going in shrieking and screaming and disrupting the, the hearings um, and supporting the women that were lying about him. Uh, Linda Sarser is also one of the 
organizers for the Women's March, and we'll never forget their lovely pink hats on uh, back when President Trump was being inaugurated, the Women's Marchers, these, these, these women were, they called themselves nasty women. Indeed, they are nasty women. Uh, but Linda Sarser has ties to terrorism, and that's who she really is, ties to the Muslim Brotherhood. Um, she supports the most radical uh, anti-American progressive members of Congress like Ilhan Omar, Rashida Tlaib, and others. And here she is today leading an actual insurrection in the Capitol. Um, but will we see them locked up in the D.C. gulag, John? Likely not. Will we see them being held in solitary confinement for months on end? Very likely not. As a matter of fact, matter of fact I'm sure they get a little slap on the wrist and, and released uh, by the Capitol Police today. Yeah, we have confirmed there's been some arrests. We're trying to get a total number. But yeah, it's it's, it's interesting that the protesters are treated awfully differently based on their cause. I think that's something that so many Americans now are becoming deeply worried about. They just see different treatment under similar circumstances, and it erodes confidence. Speaking of the Capitol, there was quite a jaw-dropping video released this weekend of basically a sex scene being filmed in one of the most hallowed places in the Capitol. Do you believe that the Capitol Police will pursue charges? Do you believe that federal prosecutors will proceed with charges? Probably not. I mean, what do you think? (laughs) It's like... Yeah, it's hard to know, right? We've seen several times, like with the Colbert incident, where police recommended charges and nothing happened. So it's hard to know how this Ben Cardin staffer's case is going to be handled. But it seems as though it created a lot of discomfort for America. And also, you know, it's a misuse of a a federal property. It seems like there is a, a legitimate legal issue there, right? I mean, I I think so. You think so. And most Americans with common sense think so. It's it's it it was absolutely repulsive and disgusting. It, it was so nasty. I I stopped looking at the news stories. I didn't want to see the pictures anymore. Um, and, and it was just, I mean, down and outright, an abomination that that was that happened in that Senate Judiciary, and they made videos out of it, and 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 we all had to learn about it. But will actually be any, will anything actually be done to that man? I I highly doubt it. You know, I've I've totally lost faith in our justice system today in America. And my guess is, just like uh, Stephen Colbert's film crew, um, just like uh, Tim Hysom, the the chief of staff uh, that was attacking my male-female sign outside my office. Yeah, I mean, all, the, all of them got let off and, and didn't get in trouble. And I, I guarantee you, this guy being the member of the community he's a member of, I'm sure the Biden administration will make sure that nothing happens to him and he'll probably land with another job somewhere else in our government with a pay increase is probably what will happen. It's just remarkable to see the uh, behavior and also the suggestion that he's somehow a victim uh, of the behavior that he himself engaged in. Always a head scratcher when you see that. You have been such an important voice on the border. And I think over the last few weeks, it's become clear now that the Biden administration's efforts are not only intentional, that they're inflicting a level of pain, disorganization, crime, and cost unparalleled in American history. We had the video that I think you retweeted from our own Ben Berkwam at Real America's Voice of a veteran getting kicked out so that the illegals could have a space to sleep. There is a moment now where the border seems to have become the forefront of a political 
issue, meaning that it's on the political monitors of Americans who are busy worrying about everything else, inflation. Is this a moment where Republicans have the moral fortitude to go and impeach someone like Alejandro Mayorkas? We should, John, we absolutely should. Um, you know my frustration on this, and, and you and your, your listeners and your viewers on Real America's Voice share our frustration. The fact that Republicans have not impeached Mayorkas uh, at a minimum is outrageous. We should be impeaching Joe Biden over the border. Um, and I'm, I'm starting to think impeachment is not enough. I think these people should be held accountable for treason over what is happening at our southern border. Uh, There was another record set, I believe, yesterday at over 11,000 people entering the country, and that's not even including the thousands that they're waiting to process in Eagle Pass right now. Um, And the fact that that video was so heartbreaking to me that that, you know, American on the streets that Ben uh, had had interviewed and talked to, it's unforgivable at this point. And that's why I'm starting to call it treason. And treason is the exact word we should be using. But will Republicans actually follow through and, and maybe even impeach Mayorkas? I'm not sure at this point. Um, and, you know, I got a promise from Speaker Mike Johnson and, and Mark Green, the chairman of Homeland that I serve on, that we will, uh, at, you know, because I had been forcing votes on the floor. They told me that we will be moving forward with impeachment mid-January of next year. And that's why I pulled my last resolution because I had that promise from them. But if it doesn't start happening, I will every single week introduce privilege resolutions of impeachment against Secretary Mayorkas. And I'll probably move it up to Joe Biden as well, because it's it's out of control. It's beyond out of control. It's it's not even a question anymore. Um, this administration is willfully willfully allowing this invasion and they're enabling it. And then the American taxpayers are paying uh, for all these illegal aliens to be, you know, flown and bussed all over the country and be housed, fed, uh, taken care of while our own Americans like veterans and disabled Americans and elderly Americans are kicked out onto the streets and we can't allow it anymore. These are extreme times that require extreme measures, and impeachment may not be enough. It's actually treason. You raise an interesting question, and it's something that I've been asking a lot of lawmakers in the last couple of days, which is, does the impeachment of Joe Biden get expanded beyond the corruption exposed with his son's business? And you add dereliction of duty at the border because none of this happens if Joe Biden says, hey, enforce the law, just go back, close the border down, enforce it. He hasn't. Is that something that some of your colleagues are beginning to talk about, that maybe that's a pretty compelling argument? It appears the American people now are had it with the border. They are up to their ears with it. Is that something that should be added to the impeachment charges against Joe Biden? It should be. 100 percent it should be. But I think it's on a lower percentage of my Republican colleagues that would actually go there. It's probably a small percentage. Um, and, and that is, you know, it's unthinkable to me. I think the American people should be so fed up, and I think many of them are, so fed up with, with Congress and the Senate and the White House right now that, you know, I, I wouldn't be surprised and, and, you know, I wouldn't even judge the American people if they led a tax revolt. Uh, against the federal government, because why would why would Americans want to pay their hard earned tax dollars to a federal government that is literally 
literally breaking the law and allowing our country to be invaded the way that it is being invaded with people from over 160 countries around the world, military-aged men uh, from China, you're talking Russia, African countries, the Middle East. Um, th this, isn't, this isn't your ordinary population of, of uh, people coming in, you know, looking to do farm work like Nancy Pelosi wants to pretend. No, this is an actual invasion with terrorists, criminals, uh, human traffickers, child sex traffickers, predators, rapists, murderers, cartel. The cartel is literally controlling the United States border right now and, and is becoming empowered in American cities all over our country. And, and I think, it, you know, I don't, I don't know what can be done. I, I'm at my wit's end over it, John. I really am. Yeah, there is a lot of frustration. And I think a lot of the people who voted to put Republicans in Congress are feeling a year in, and again, things can change, that they didn't get what they voted for, that this first year ended with no real spending reductions, no change in FISA, no impeachment, but, an, you know, an inquiry, but not an impeachment. And they're wondering, well, well why did I make that change? I don't feel like I got anything different. And I, I think that's the great threat to the Republican majority in 2024. They got to start to check more of the boxes of what they promised to do, because you compare the commitment of America to the first year of production. Boy, there's a big gap between rhetoric and record. Do you think your colleagues feel that gap and feel the need to close that gap? I don't know what my Republican colleagues feel. <laughs> like I said, I don't understand many of them. I don't. I'm mad at my own conference right now. I'm upset uh, that our leadership and our new speaker hasn't done more uh, to reflect what our voters want, because I think that's what we should be doing. Um, and actually just do the right thing. It, it's easy. It's easy to do the right thing. But no, we just uh, the NDAA that just got passed under Mike Johnson uh, was unbelievable. Clean reauthorization of FISA, uh, abortion travel paid for, trans in the military. And the one that is just so insulting is um, uh, Mike Johnson allowed the 30% pay increase to be taken out that we had put in. Um, and that happened under Kevin McCarthy. Our first uh, bill for the NDAA included a 30% pay increase for junior military members with rankings E1 through E6. These guys and these ladies make $22,000 a year, and we wanted to give them a 30% pay increase because they need it and they deserve it under this inflation that is crushing so many people. And the NDAA that got passed uh, under Mike Johnson before we left Washington took it out, took out that 30% pay increase. And I think that's absolutely unforgivable. Yeah, it is. It's a remarkable narrative that Republicans are going to have used against them. Their own record is actually becoming a liability rather than a strength. And I think that's going to be one of the great challenges of 2024. Can they reverse that trend or does to do limp into the election with a record that looks more like Democrats and Republicans? It's a real problem. I want to turn to one other subject because you've been so eloquent on it. And it is pretty remarkable to think that Eric Swalwell, who's never really been held to account for his relationship with a suspected Chinese spy while he was on the House Intelligence Committee, but he was there aiding and abetting 
Hunter Biden's press conference last Wednesday. And while there's nothing wrong with hosting a press conference per se, the actual moment it was done was actually in defiance of a lawfully issued subpoena, which means that he was aiding and abetting the thwarting of a congressional proceeding. Should there be an ethics complaint? Will you file an ethics complaint? Will someone file a complaint against Eric Swalwell saying that he aided and abetted the thwarting of a congressional proceeding? Oh, yeah, absolutely. I'd be happy to write an ethics complaint against him. I think there should be charges against Eric Swalwell. If we if we actually had a legitimate Department of Justice, um, I think we would see charges against him as a member of Congress for aiding and abetting uh, Hunter Biden to to totally, totally deny his subpoena, refuse to show up, which is breaking federal law. And but we don't have a legitimate Department of Justice. We have a politicized and weaponized Department of Justice um, that would would do nothing to Eric Swalwell at all. And so at a minimum, an ethics complaint, yes, we need to file one. I'd be happy to file it. And you, you've been also doing these censures, which have been very effective. That's, I guess, another avenue, right? A vote of censure. Yeah, we can censure them. I mean, even think about it. If, if we were a legitimate body of Congress, we would consider expelling him for breaking federal law. Uh, but again, we don't, we don't have a Congress that is, that is willful to hold anyone accountable. They just won't, John. And it, that's one of my biggest frustrations is in the real world, people are held accountable. They, they go to jail if they break the law. Um, they go to jail if they don't pay their taxes. You know, people pay real world consequences. But when it comes to Washington, D.C., if you're a Democrat, if you're on the left, if you're a rioter or protester that's on the left, like Linda Sarser, um, if, you're, if you're a member of Congress that has a sexual relationship putting our country at risk and you're on the intelligence committee with a Chinese spy, um, you, you, you totally get off. Uh, if you're Hunter Biden, the president's son, and you're making, you know, tens of millions of dollars for the family and paying your dad uh, from foreign countries like China and, 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 you know, all these Romania and Ukraine, um, you get a, you get a pass and that you get protection from the department of justice and the IRS. And it's unbelievable. You just can't even believe that the times that we're living in and, you know, shame on Republicans, shame on, shame on my own conference for not stepping up and doing everything within our power to stop it. it it's, I'm, I'm purely disgusted with my own conference. Yeah, it is really, truly remarkable. And I think there'll be some soul searching during the Christmas holidays, because of course, there are two options, right? Republicans come out, keep on the same path, or they'll try to make an adjustment. Uh, Mike Johnson sends signals he wants to make an adjustment, but signals and action are very different. We'll have to see what that looks like. One thing we know about you, Congresswoman, you stay consistent. It doesn't matter what other people say, what the media says, what polls show, you stay with your values. And I think in 2023, people saw what that looked like with all the efforts you did to pride your conference to do more than it was doing. And I think people way outside of Georgia owe you a debt of gratitude for being so consistent. Well, thank you. I'm just literally doing and saying what what I know everyday Americans think and feel. And and that's what we're supposed to do as representatives. And, and we're supposed to 
you know, protect our Constitution. And it's, it's sad that more in Congress won't do it. Yeah, there's no doubt about it. It's so important that rhetoric meets action. Otherwise, it's just empty rhetoric. Congresswoman, I want to wish you a Merry Christmas. And uh, thank you for all the time you spent with us making us smarter on this show. And we look forward to working with you again in 2024. Well, thank you, John, and thank you for all the great work you do. Uh, you put out so many good stories that everyone needs to know about, and I'm always grateful to you for that. And I hope you have a merry, merry Christmas. That I will, and I hope you will as well. We'll be talking to you after the new year. Thanks again. Okay. Bye-bye. Whew, that was quite an interview, folks. When we come back from the commercial break, Ben Burkram from Real America's Voice, the host of Law and Border, the most important border security television show in America, and right now, a correspondent covering the AmFest event with Charlie Kirk down in Florida. We'll have that next. Hey, folks, it's John Solomon here. Today, I want to shine a light on AMAC, an organization who's dedicated to America's seniors, but is vital for conservatives of all ages. AMAC stands out by not only advocating for senior issues, but also by pushing for conservative values that affect us all. By joining, you're not just supporting our senior citizens, you're part of a movement defending the freedoms that made this country great and to ensure that we secure our nation's future. Plus, membership brings you exclusive benefits like discounts on travel, dining, and entertainment, and of course, special insurance rates, one of the things I like. Regardless of your age, if you're driven to preserve freedom, AMAC welcomes you. This is about uniting youthful vigor with the wisdom of experience and our quest to keep this country great. Sign up now for amac.us slash justnews. And for a limited time, you get a free gift membership for someone else who shares your love for our great nation. Don't miss out on this chance to make a difference from AMAC. Join today at amac.us slash justnews. That's amac.us slash justnews and extend the invitation to a friend or family member for free. What a great opportunity. You know what, folks? Stress may be why you can't lose weight. If you've got moderate to high stress like I do, a doctor-formulated weight loss supplement called Lean could be your solution. Chronic stress wreaks havoc on blood sugar, which can cause your body to store excess fat. Stress can also slow your metabolism, which fuels weight gain, and you know all about stress eating and sugar cravings, right? Now the good news. The studied ingredients in Lean have been shown to help maintain healthy blood sugar levels, help optimize metabolism, and keep your appetite under control. Now, if your life is a bit stressful like mine and you want to lose weight, add lean to your healthy diet and exercise lifestyle. Now, get 15% off and free shipping at takelean.com. That's takelean.com and enter the promo code justnews15. That's the promo code justnews15 at takelean.com. One more time, takelean.com. Statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease, and it's not a substitute or alternative for care from a health care provider. Welcome back, everybody. As you know, we're blessed with many great journalists in the Real America's Voice community, including my co-host, Amanda Head, who I just love coming into work with every day and trying to get you the truth. Another one of the great ones, Ben Burkwam. We normally have him down at the border, giving you those dramatic uh, updates about what's really going on there. But today, he's in Arizona, but not at the border. He's at TPUSA's America Fest 2023. We're going to get a live report from him there. Ben, great to have you on. A lot of energy down there, isn't there? 
Yeah, no, it's it's amazing packed. They said the, the biggest event they've had so far, 13,000 people. And I actually just came from the border before this event. I flew from Chicago, got some incredible interviews in Chicago, yeah. flew over here to Phoenix, drove down to the border, went to Mexico with Oscar Blue the night before this event started, have a bag full of IDs from the Mexico side, mostly from China, from Russia, from India, uh, from all over the world though. So it's, it's it, but it's all connected. It's here in Phoenix, it's in New York City, it's in Washington DC, it's in your neighborhood. It doesn't matter where you are every city and every town is a border city and a border town right on absolutely and ben you and i spoke last week about some of those interviews in chicago and i think i obviously want to get to amfest but i think it's important to highlight the content of those interviews because a lot of those people they are folks who traditionally vote democrat and because of the economy because of border security because of crime crime in their city they're looking the other way right yeah, they are turning around Chicago. There is a shift change happening in Chicago. And if you have not seen my interviews with the black inner city from Chicago, you have to watch these. It is incredible. It was interview after interview. And even I even spoke to one Hispanic uh, gentleman who was homeless. And even he said, we need Trump back in office. I mean, it's just the interviews there were incredible. And what's, what's most uh, inspiring, compelling about it is it's not just people saying it. I got a call from uh, uh, Pastor uh, Leroy, uh, excuse me, uh, Lori, Pastor Lori up there in Chicago, uh, right after I got here to Phoenix, and he said, we're doing an event in February. We want you at this event. We're not stopping here. We're getting the RNC involved. We are joining forces with these guys, and we're going to kick the Democrats out. There is a major move happening in Chicago, and I believe it's a, it's a microcosm of what's happening across this country. There, People are waking up, and they are ditching the Democrat Party, in particular because of what's happening on the southern border and what it's doing to their communities. That's a great point. 1968 in Chicago is one of the darkest years for the Democratic Party. The question is, will 2024, will Chicago deliver another dark moment? It's going to be interesting to see. Ben, I want to turn to something you said right at the opening. You picked up a whole bunch of those IDs, guys from China, Russia, other places. It is shocking to me, and I talked to a lot of intelligence people, that the U.S. Intelligence Committee isn't down there scooping up these IDs and trying to figure out who dumped their IDs coming into the country. Because if you're dumping your ID, you probably have nefarious purposes coming into this country. Yeah, there's a reason behind it. You don't just dump it. I mean, I, I always give the example. I mean, just imagine. Imagine traveling to a foreign country and you, and you lose your passport. That is the most important thing. You would do everything in your power. That would be the only thing on your mind, figuring out how to get it back. And you think about this, we have tens of thousands of people dumping their IDs before they come into our country, or even sometimes after. I found about, find about half of them on the Mexico side, half of them on the U.S. side. And there's a reason for it. Either they have a, a past that they don't want us to know about, they want to recreate a new uh, persona, they want to pretend like the child that's coming across is their child. There's a whole host of reasons. They may have already received sanctuary, they may have already received asylum in another country. Uh, there's a whole host of reasons, but the bottom line is they are coming for bad with bad intentions and it's up to us to, to figure out why and you're right the only place I've ever found that's interested in it is Sheriff Leon Wilmot in Yuma Arizona uh, when I find IDs down there he asked me to bring them in he take he scans them all and sends them to the Department of Homeland Security he has friends that are involved with it but otherwise I've tried to give them to Border Patrol and and basically I've been told they don't have time to deal with it so uh, it's just it's it's an absolute outrage what's happening and you talk about implications and national security this is right there we have no clue who's coming across the border that's amazing yeah <laughs>
<laughs> ben, you, you spend so much time covering the border, and I know that you have built some incredible relationships with folks like that sheriff and, of course, Border Patrol officials and agents. And I wanted to ask you, I'm, I'm having a pretty hard time reconciling Governor Katie Hobbs and her criticism of the Biden administration and her demand of, of you know, recompense to the tune of about a half a billion dollars. It just doesn't sit right. Is it out of political preservation or is she actually being genuine? No, nothing that Katie Hobbs has done that I've ever seen has been genuine. This is purely political. She re She's reading the political tea leaves. She realizes that her state is being crushed because of her support for Joe Biden's policies. As soon as she came into office, as soon as she stole the election from Kerry Lake, she came in and disbanded the state troopers being down, helping secure our southern border. She took the National Guard off. She opened, She took the containers off the southern border that Doug Ducey had had down there. She abandoned the southern border. And now she's realizing that Democrats on, in border cities are abandoning Joe Biden. And she realizes they're going to abandon her next. There's no question about it. That is all this is. It's purely political. Yeah, really great mm. point. Ben, I want to spend a couple of minutes about all the great young Americans you're with today. There seems to be an extraordinary political awakening among young people, some who may have been indoctrinated to a different way of thinking in college or in high school, but now are waking up to the reality of Bidenomics and Biden security and Biden foreign policy. Do you sense that uh, you're going to see a shift in voting among young people in 2024 compared to their past records? Yeah, I don't know if we're going to see the, the, the percentage, uh, but I, we're going to see a shift in every demographic. We're going to see higher black uh, rep Republican turnout. We're going to see higher Hispanic Repu Republican turnout. We're going to see higher youth Republican turnout. Every, I believe every demographic, we're going to see that. Uh, but in particular, you know, the youth that are on the MAGA side, the, the conservative youth, you talk about some hardcore thick-skinned Americans. These guys have been, they have been beaten over the head with propaganda for years. And so for them to come out and say, we are standing up for this country, these are some fighters. So this next generation, yeah, you might have the crazy woke leftists out there screaming and crying and needing their safe spaces, but you also have some battle-hardened young people in this country who realize the stakes and they are coming out swinging. Uh, I'm excited about it, in particular with what I've seen here at AmFest. All right, one more good one to go before we break for the day. Dr. Joel Waskog is going to join us in a second. He is part of the React 19 group that is helping Americans who feel they've been injured by the COVID-19 vaccine to get help, medical support, psychological support, financial support, legal help. It's a noble cause for a crowd of people who often find themselves shunned and ignored in America. Dr. Joel Waskog, right after these messages. Folks, if you owe back taxes, fair warning, you're not going to like this. The IRS is mailing millions of pay-up letters. Millions, I say. Then it's up to the 20,000 new IRS enforcement agents to find you. Why the IRS targets you and not millionaires? Well, because millionaires have tax lawyers. You don't, you'll pay up. Plus interest and penalties. You need Tax Network USA, and you need them now. Tax Network USA has brilliant war room strategies to solve your IRS problems quickly and in your favor. Like a preferred direct line to the IRS, they know which agents to deal with and who to avoid. It's not all bad news for you because Tax Network USA learned of a special limited time IRS offer. They're willing to waive $1 billion in penalties if you qualify. So schedule your free confidential consultation to see if you qualify for this limited time IRS penalty canceling offer. To do so, call 1-800-245-6000. That's 1-800-245-6000 or visit 
TNUSA.com slash Just News. That's TNUSA.com slash Just News. Folks, Field of Greens is the healthiest thing I do every day, and I want you on this journey with me. Why? It's literally one scoop a day. It tastes great. I love the fruit flavors particularly, and it's completely improved my life and my health. This is nutrition the way nature intended. When I began taking a hard look at why I wasn't feeling good and why I felt unhealthy, why I was gaining weight, why I was losing energy, it wasn't just because I had hit my 50s. No, it was because I wasn't getting the right amount of fruit and vegetables in my diet. And listen, I'm just too busy to go to the store, clean up the vegetables, cook uh, uh, vegetable dinners, and make sure I hit the fruit. A field of greens stepped in. One scoop of powder in my drink or on my eggs in the morning, and boom, I was off and feeling better. And suddenly, I was losing weight. I was sleeping better. My metabolism went up. My blood sugar went down. My cholesterol went down, and my weight went down. And my doctor said, hey, whatever you're doing, keep it doing. You know what that is? It's Field of Greens. That's what I've been doing. Field of Greens is radically different. Each organic fruit and vegetable was medically chosen to support heart and vital organ health. I trust Field of Greens to keep me healthy. I promise you, you're going to love this product. But if for any reason you don't, they'll give you 100% money back guarantee. Now, you're going to get 15% off your first order plus free rush shipping because of the incredible partnership we have here at Just the News with Brick. House Nutrition, and of course, Field of Greens. All you got to do to take advantage of this offer, visit fieldofgreens.com and use the promo code JUSTNEWS. That's promo code JUSTNEWS at fieldofgreens.com. Don't wait. Go to fieldofgreens.com today. Use the promo code JUSTNEWS for 15% off. Welcome back, everybody. Months, if not years ago, John's great team of reporters over at Just the News, including Greg Piper, started publishing what credible sources were telling them about the COVID vaccine, the injuries that stemmed from them, and what more is being done to expose the truth behind the viral history that we have all lived through for several years at this point. And one of those sources who has worked with Greg joins us now to talk about his organization's important work and what is coming from them in the immediate future. Dr. Joel Walscog is an orthopedic surgeon who is the co-chairman of react19.org, and he joins us now to highlight that important work now. Joel, thank you so much for being here. Thank you so much, Amanda and John, for having me. Yeah, good to have you. Good to have you. And, you know, there there are still so many questions we have about COVID-19, about the origins of it, about the legislative treatment of it, about the medical treatment of it. But you have this organization, react19.org. Talk to us for our audience who is not familiar uh, with your organization. Tell us a little bit about what your organization does. Well, thank you for the opportunity. So we started React 19 with about 10 people that were injured by the COVID shots back in November of 2021. And moving forward now, just about over two years, now we represent over 36,000 Americans that were injured by the COVID shots. We are a science-based grassroots organization, really an advocacy organization for those Americans injured by the shots. We're here really to give the injured hope, we call it hope and support. We try to give them financial support, physical support, and emotional support. Yeah, that's important stuff. And and 
there was so much isolation for anyone who even thought they might have been injured by the vaccine at the beginning. They, they had nowhere to run. And that's where I think you filled such a very important void. Sir, before we get into the details of what we're learning about the COVID-19 vaccine, I want to start with something that's a little bit more systemically problematic now, which is uh, medicine has relied on the scientific method. Now, scientific method is you start with a theory, uh, uh, you get to debate and, and test that theory, and then you determine if the theory is right. We're living in an era, at least with COVID-19, where you are forced to accept the theory and not allowed to have the debate or the, the data to uh, really consider. How dangerous is that for the future of medicine and the confidence of Americans in the public health system? Well, John, you're exactly right. Uh, really, the scientific theory, especially when it comes to COVID vaccines, has really been upside down in, in many ways. Um, first of all, you know, in the regulatory process, in the FDA realm, you know, we always assume that you know, a drug or a medical device is unsafe and ineffective until it's proven safe and proven effective. And in the COVID shots, it's, it's been the other way around. It's, it's where we, the injured, have to somehow prove that, uh, that they're unsafe. And I think history is telling us that um, they aren't effective, frankly. Uh, the other thing I'd like to say too is, is there's two other regulatory norms that have been in, you know, have been around forever, which is never test a product in children, and never test a product in, in pregnant women. And in when it comes to the COVID shots, that regulatory norm has just been completely ignored. Yeah, that's a great point. It's just incredible, egregious. Um, I wanted to ask you, you know, I think pretty much everyone out there either is someone or knows someone who, if they were vaccinated, they have experienced some type of side effect that maybe was short lived or maybe they're, they're still experiencing it. For people like that, what 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 is the financial recourse for them or even punitive for these companies that were pushing out the vaccines with faulty information? Well, Amanda, you asked such a great question. So. The idea uh, behind the PrEP Act, the PrEP Act is is when a public health emergency was declared, the PrEP, PrEP Act comes into play and that gives the pharma companies and everyone blanket immunity from any uh, litigation. Now, well, by giving up our rights, according to the PrEP Act, we're supposed to have a safety net if you get injured by a countermeasure like the COVID shots were. And you're supposed to be able to have a, a, a compensation program and that's the countermeasures injury compensation program. So that's the program that is put in place for Americans that were injured by the COVID shots to get financial recourse. Here's the problem, Amanda, is that as of November 1st, which is the last time I saw the data from that CICP program, they, the United States has only paid out eight total claims to eight injured Americans from the shots for a total of $30,000. It's just, it's a tragedy. Wow. That is just stunning. It's a stunning number for such vast a program. And, and I'm sure it's dwarfed by any other uh, vaccine compensation program in the past. So it's pretty remarkable. Sir, I want to ask a little bit about the state of the data. Do we have the data we need to really make an informed decision about the COVID-19 vaccine and its future? Uh, or are there pockets of data? We heard earlier this year that the FDA CDC has been keeping a secret database outside of theirs. Are we missing important data points to have an informed conversation? Oh, I absolutely believe we're missing data points. Again, we've been told by Peter Marks, who's the head of biologics at the FDA, that there is a public-facing VAERS, which is the Vaccine Adverse Event Reporting System, and then there's a private kind of database. So we are absolutely missing data. And, and the only time we get data, and what people don't understand, is who owns 
the the COVID shot data? Well, it's the pharma companies. The government does not own the data. They do. And it's only through legal action, like the FOIA request done by Aaron Series Group, where we got the Pfizer data dump. So we are absolutely, I believe, not seeing true and transparent data. And to really make scientific judgments on data, you need to make sure it's true and complete. Yeah, that's mm -hmm. so important. Mm. Speaking of untrue and incomplete data, um, John and I were talking earlier in the show about actually in that case, it was the border crisis, but states AGs that are actually filling in the void and sometimes taking up the mantle of issues in America when Congress isn't. And I think with COVID, it's the exact same thing. We saw a few weeks ago that Texas's AG Ken Paxton is suing Pfizer at the state level for, you know, faulty information, maybe even intentionally lied about it. Is that going to be the way to see a little bit more um, opprobrium towards these these pharmaceutical companies, and maybe they'll wisen up next time and be a little bit more cautious about pushing information? Yeah, I believe so. I, I really thought a lot of the child injuries from the COVID shots would really be picked up by the media, but I, I guess in the end, they weren't either. They were all censored and hidden. Uh, but I do think all of the legal actions that are coming are really through the process of discovery and really trying to get to this data and get to this information, I think is one way to force pharmacy and our federal regulatory agents to come clean. I do. So, I mean, React 19 was a part of, well, we're part of a, uh, uh, we're a plaintiff against HHS and HRSA because of the failed compensation program because it violates our fifth and seventh uh, amendment rights to due process and a jury trial. And also Brianne Dressen, who is my co-chair is also, uh, she's never sued anyone in her life, but until this one suit and it's Brianne Dressen et al versus Joe Biden et al. And it has to do with um, the censorship that really came directly from the White House. Yeah, doctor, we only about 30 seconds. I want to ask this. There's a big difference between how America and other countries have been dealing with vaccine injuries related to COVID-19. Can you give us just a quick overview? Yeah, we are. We really led the the world in development of the vaccines, but we have really we're dead last when it comes to first world countries and taking care of the, those Americans that were injured by the shots. Um, Germany, I could just go on and on. Germany, Australia, New Zealand, so many other countries are really helping to take care of these people, help getting them care, but also to help help them get compensation. All right, folks, that wraps up another edition of John Solomon Reports, the podcast from Just the News. I'm so grateful you joined today. A big thank you to all of our guests, including Marjorie Taylor Greene, who took time from her Christmas break to give us a great interview. A lot to think about there about what's going to happen with Alejandro Mayorkas, what's going to happen with Joe Biden, with Mike Johnson. It's pretty clear that Marjorie Taylor Greene is putting Washington on notice. She's going to be an agitator if things don't start changing. If the status quo isn't disrupted, she intends to disrupt it in 2024. All right, that wraps it up. We'll be back tomorrow with another edition of John Solomon Reports. Until then, God bless you. Have a great night. We'll be talking to you tomorrow. Folks, financial experts thought we were in the clear. They were anticipating around six rate cuts by the Fed this year, and then the inflation data came out higher than expected again, just like we've been predicting. Friends, this isn't going away anytime soon. It can't. The U.S. is $34 plus trillion in the hole, and yet we keep printing money, which pushes the prices you pay every day even higher, whether it's at the grocery cart or at the gas store. So 
you can either bury your head in the sand or you can do something about it. Diversify a portion of your savings into gold with Birch Gold Group. Gold is your hedge against inflation and Birch Gold makes it easy to own. They will help you convert an existing IRA or 401k into a tax-sheltered IRA in gold and you don't pay a penny out of pocket. All you got to do to get started, text Just News to 989898 and get your free info kit on gold. Then talk to a precious metal specialist on how to protect your savings from persistent inflation. The way to do it with gold. All you got to do to get started on that journey with my good friends who I trust more than anyone at Birch Gold Group, text Just News to 989898 right now. History, economics, the great works of literature, the meaning of the U.S. Constitution. Did you study these things in school? Probably not. Or even if you did, like I did, maybe it's time for a refresher. Time and technology have changed a lot of things, but they have not changed basic fundamental truths about the world and our place in it as America. That's why I'm so excited that Hillsdale College is offering more than 40 free online courses in the most important and enduring subject. You can learn about the works of C.S. Lewis, the stories in the book of Genesis, the meaning of the U.S. Constitution, the rise and fall of the Roman Republic, or the history of the ancient Christian church with Hillsdale College's online courses, all available for free. That's right, you heard me, for free. You don't get anything free in the Biden economy today. I personally recommend you sign up for the American Citizenship and its decline. It's with my good friend, the great historian, Victor Davis Hanson. In this eight-lecture course, VDH, as I like to call him, explores the history of citizenship in the West and the threats it faces today. Threats like the erosion of the middle class, the disappearance of our borders, the growth of an unaccountable deep state, and the rise of globalist organizations. The course is self-paced so that you can start whenever and wherever. So start your free course, American Citizenship and Its Decline, with my good friend, Victor Davis Hanson, today. How do you do that? Go right now to hillsdale.edu slash justnews to start. It's free and it's easy to get started and it's an easy URL to remember. All you got to do, go to hillsdale.edu slash justnews. One more time, hillsdale.edu slash justnews.